Yeah. It's going to edit all of that out. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Okay. All the lip smacking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Hey, everybody. I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance. So instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is you'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Robert. Today, I have Daisha with me. Hello. And uh, I bribed her with drinks. If you hear ice in a glass, <laughs> and that's that's because we're drinking. And so we've we've had a lot going on the last couple of days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Since gosh, I don't know. It's it, it's been since Friday that we've been dealing with a vehicle service contract. Yeah, I think it was Friday. Saturday, okay. Saturday. And as we're talking, it's a it's a Tuesday, so it's still going on, and it's not quite over. And so I brought you on here. I want to talk about the service contracts. Normal, normally, I don't tell people what it is we're going to talk about, but you clearly know this is the topic. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Do you want to start and just kind of give the story of you, you went to get a new car and how all of this kind of went? Yeah, so... I think like Wednesday or Thursday. Well, first I looked online and I saw a car that I wanted. It was like one owner, low mileage, no accidents. I was like, I need this car. So me and my dad went, test drove it. Everything was nice. Got the numbers down, basically started signing all the stuff and agreeing to the contract. And then obviously like when you sign all the papers, the very last thing to do is like add on gap or add on the service warranty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, my dad's like, you know, you're getting a Mercedes. You need to get a service warranty on the car. So I'm like, okay. So he tells me, oh, it's like $3,600 and it'll just be added on to your, um, your loan. And he's like, you know, he's talking to me as if he did me a favor. Like, oh, by the way, I like extended it like 72 months instead of 60. And so I was like, okay, I wasn't really thinking much of it because I felt like I was getting a good deal on the car. We had been in there for hours, and yeah. it was just like I was ready to go. So, basically, uh, like we, I don't know, I think we ended up just signing everything, like signing everything quickly, left out of there. Well, wait and a then, minute. Wait, well, wait a minute. Let's let's pause oh. here because <laughs> there's there's something you're leaving out. Because when you were telling me the story, you were doing the impression of your dad there, yeah. like arguing for the lower, the lower rate for the car, not the. Interest rate, but I think the it price. was like the price, yes. So he's he's helping you haggle on the price. Okay, right. So. I don't think I can repeat what he said, though. Because it's a family podcast. Right. Right. Okay, but do the voice, though. I, I so love the voice. The thing is, the first thing that we did when we walked in is we sat down. We had already known the Kelly Blue Book value of the vehicle uh, because we went to my credit union. So my dad walks in, you know, and my dad's like, before we get in here, be quiet. Like, I have all this. I'm like, okay, so... 
we sit down. Adam's like, that's our sales rep. He's like, hey, how are you guys doing? You know, like just trying to be all personable. And um, my dad's like, just tell me. Tell me what you see for the Kelly Blue Book value. So the guy didn't want to, he didn't even want to show it to us. He kept, he was starting to get like passive aggressive. Like, no, I think you guys should see the car first. And my dad's like, no. So then the guy walks over to the manager and they print out some crazy Kelly Blue. And you can tell they just like totally typed this out themselves because it was like 22, like nine. And the Kelly mm-hmm. Blue Book value is like about 19 for it. So anyways, okay. my dad's like, yeah, no, you guys, you guys need to like knock this down. Like you can get a $500 profit or we're walking out of here, you know? You mother, yeah, it was like that yeah. type of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we got the we got the the price knocked off like to twenty five hundred. Nice. It was nice. That is from nice. his bickering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's let's kind of reset. We've, okay. We've got a, a an agreed upon price for the vehicle. Yes. And you you were going to get it financed at the dealership because you said you stopped at the credit union, mm-hmm. but. For whatever reason, their their offer wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. So you're looking at financing at the dealership. They made you an offer on the financing, and then they take you into a conversation about gap insurance. Yes. And service contracts. Yeah. I didn't realize like gap insurance. I knew I'd be able to at least get advice from you. You know. So I was like, let mm-hmm. me hold off on the gap. I can always purchase it later. The service warranty. I just thought it was like. I didn't realize that it was going to be like add on interest on top of the service contract, you know? Yeah. I thought it was just like that was the fee and it wasn't going to get any interest from it. So I just, I didn't even realize what was going on. I just knew I needed a service contract for my car. So yeah, basically then I think what I asked you about it. It's like, yeah, so I did a thing when you got back home. I was like, yeah, you probably won't be like, you know, too fond of it, but I bought a car and then I asked you about like the service warranty and I was like, do you think it's worth it? And you're like, well, yeah, I think you should get one, but not at the dealership. And then, yeah, so basically we've been dealing with uh, trying to get it canceled the last like four days. Yeah. Okay. So let's back up because there's a couple of really, really nice moments here. So (laughs) yes, you, uh, after I got home, you were like, Hey, so I did something impulsive. Well, since you're doing impressions of your dad, I'll do impressions of you. <laughs> so I did something. It was kind of impulsive. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like it. And my thought was, oh, she's got a tattoo someplace. I mean, some, something like yeah. that. That was, and I said that out loud. I was like, did you get a tattoo? No, she she bought a car. But I knew you were, I knew you were shopping for a car. Yeah. Okay, so they... Well, the plan was for you to come with me. I think that was also, like, this would have gone so much differently, you know? I thought, I was like, you know, put your big girl panties on, go by yourself. Yeah. And my dad ended up saying, like, no, I need, you need to have someone there with you. So then, yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. Well, he, he helped you get a good deal on the car. Yeah. On the price of the car. I might not have been throwing all the curse words around like him and gotten <laughs> such a great deal on the price of the car. But we wouldn't have bought the, we wouldn't have bought the gap or the service contract. Yeah. So to get more detail into the service contract, uh, 
yeah, the the F and I managers, that stands for finance and insurance. Those guys, they make their money on financing and insurance products. Not on the not on the price of the car. The car is just a way for them to I mean, throw all these different add-ons. And and I, I don't mean to say that these aren't worthwhile products sometimes for mm-hmm. some people, but the profit margins on these products are outrageous and they've kind of got you there and you, you fall in love with the car and they tell you that you can get into that vehicle and they can get you financed and it's enticing. I've bought cars and end up buying some of the add-ons myself. And that's, I guess how I learned the deals aren't that great. Yeah. Uh, you can buy gap from your insurance agent. I which, did. Which you did. Yes. Yeah. And I, I didn't see what they offered you in terms of the price of the gap coverage, but you were able to get that for a really reasonable rate yeah. from your new insurance Progressive. company. Yep. Okay. Podcast is not sponsored by Progressive, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, but that's I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> but fine. <laughs> Uh, Gap, of course, that that covers people that have uh, relatively low down payments on their vehicles. You know, their their loan to value is relatively high. If you go and you total that vehicle, there's a total loss of the vehicle, either because it's stolen or it's you know destroyed in an accident. Gap will pay the difference between the actual cash value of the vehicle and what you owe that lender. So if you're not putting down a big down payment, there could be a big gap amount. Mm-hmm. That's what you're insuring. So, Well, that saved me with my last car. So, True. Yes. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet, but yes. yeah, you had a total loss of your other vehicle. Yes. And I think I had like, I don't know. I just know it was a lot. I know it was a lot, but they didn't, they left maybe like 500 bucks after both the insurance and then the gap paid. And, you know, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to go get a vehicle today if I had an existing loan or I would have just had to add it on to a new loan, which would have been more interest, longer terms. And yeah. Yeah. My recollection of your gap amount was several thousands of dollars. Yes. Okay. So now we're again, back to the F and I guy. He... He tells you he can get you a service contract. Now, there were multiple levels, right? This is this isn't yes. out of the ordinary either. They had like a, a bronze, silver, gold. Or, yes. Yeah. So he gets you into the the silver package for thirty six months worth of coverage for however many miles it was. But the the thing that I had pointed out to you right off was, hey, this is a five year loan. 36 months worth of coverage, but you're paying for that contract over the 60 months. And a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. You're going to finance that service contract over the life of the loan, but you don't have yeah. coverage for the life of the loan. It's crazy. Like, I did not realize that at all. Yeah. So the $3,600 purchase price of the service contract that gets rolled in with the amount of the car mm-hmm. and the sales tax and the title and all these other fees, right? Which are, th- those are not negotiable. You're, you're going to pay that. You finance all of that stuff. So yeah, to your point, 
you made earlier, yeah, you're paying interest on that service contract for the life of the loan. And then we come to find out last night the loan isn't 60 months, it's 72, 72. months. So, yeah, you're paying for that service contract over 72 months. Right, and I also did not check. So, again, I was in there for hours, and that last stop in that with the finance guy, you know, it's like you just – I just figured everything, everything I was signing was – the last things that came out of their mouth when we were talking about amounts and interest rates and monthly payments like I didn't realize I didn't check the document so I signed for an interest rate I didn't agree to terms that yep. I didn't really originally want I wanted nothing more than 60 and that was just by adding the service contract on there though that's what changed everything that's what changed the entire agreement which the, the first one with the sales rep so just adding on that service warranty, like totally ex extended the terms, upped the interest rate, and I stayed with the higher monthly payment to raise it by a hundred bucks to be able to have it. So yeah. So the yeah. cost of the service contract plus all of the interest that that increased your total cost of the the loan. The total sum of the payments, it's up like eight thousand dollars, and and that, I mean, that's really expensive for the coverage you're getting. Yeah, I, I don't want to minimize, like, the value of a service contract. Right. That can be very valuable, but eight thousand you're not getting eight thousand dollars worth of value out of that contract. So, we did a little exercise the other day. We made a phone call to the very first service contract company that came up on Google. And frankly, it was an excruciating process talking with that sales rep for 29 and a half minutes. <laughs> like you know, we should be able to give him the VIN number and he tells us this is how much the coverage right. is. But yeah, he went back and forth like, oh, I gotta talk to my supervisor. We had to get you these discounts and all that stuff. Yeah, we had a special for 4th of July, yeah. even though it was more than 30 days ago. We might be able to get that. Yeah. Now I'm doing impressions. And he'd be like, oh, well, you know what? He'd get back on the phone. Yeah, so you mind um, if I just go talk with my supervisor a little bit more? And he'd come back. Wouldn't even have an answer. And it was just constant, right. like, back and forth. I'm like, what is, just tell us the price so we can, you know, figure out what we're doing. Yeah. But it was significantly lower. I think he said, like, what, 2500 yeah, it was for $2,500 for three, three years, years worth of coverage. But what they covered was quite a bit more than the contract you actually purchased at the dealership. Right. And also, it wasn't like there's no interest with that, right? Yeah. Well, this would be outside of your loan. Yeah. So, yeah, we would either pay cash for it or put it on a credit card or, mm -hmm. or something. But, yeah, it's not going to be subject to that crazy interest rate that they applied at the dealership and also i liked because you know i don't want to bring them back to these guys like these guys are scumbags yeah yeah let's say scumbags okay. on the Sorry. family podcast <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are scumbags like why do i want to bring my car back to them anyways you know mm -hmm. and i know dealerships and service departments like you know they're not always trustworthy but i'd rather bring it to 
a Mercedes dealer, someone who has the parts, are not just going to put on something extra or put something on that doesn't belong. And yeah. like, yeah, we put on something different, but this is it works for your car. Like, I just I like that I can just bring it to Mercedes and not have a deductible, get it fixed and go. You know? Yeah. The good news is there's a lot of dealerships between where we live and Camelback. Well, I hate so. that area also. I hate it. Yeah, but there's there's plenty of dealers, you know. Scotts, Scottsdale, Chandler, Gilbert. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't looked it up, but I'm I'm sure that every one of those towns has a dealership you could get the car serviced at. Oh yeah. Okay, so anyway, the service contract these these aftermarket service contract companies, they tend to allow you to go to any ASC certified mechanic that you want. I'm sure that there's some products out there where they restrict you, but the ones I'm familiar with, by the way, how am I familiar with any of these? So I have an agency and we service financial institutions. I don't have any uh, banks or credit unions or finance companies right now that sell vehicle service contracts through my agency, but I have in the past. So I have some working knowledge of how this, this goes down. Every product that we've ever sold, you can use any ASC certified mechanic. And, and certainly those that at the uh, Mercedes dealership are going to qualify. So you could take it anywhere you wanted. Uh, in terms of the levels of coverage, yeah. Again, the very first one that we called... We got like the Cadillac level plan, the gold level plan, covered absolutely everything. The one that they sold you at the dealership, I mean, well, I don't have the brochure mm -hmm. right in front of me, but I mean, it was not, it, it was not a comprehensive plan. Yeah. So, gosh, even if you had paid for cash at the dealership, 3500 versus the 2500 for our aftermarket, I mean wasn't even close yeah and you and i now let's talk about the process of canceling it okay yeah. so we're gonna get out of it tell tell me and tell everybody about you know what a hassle it's been to try and cancel this deal well so after i talked to you this was like mm, sunday um i was like you think i should cancel it and you were just like it was immediate like yes and i was like okay well so. no we, w we were going to talk to him about canceling it oh. when we went to pick it up that was friday right right so we picked it up and we asked the finance guy who sold me the extended warranty he's like yeah uh yep you're gonna have to wait like 30 days and like he told us to call the lean holder yeah, he's like, 30 days, you got to cancel it. Call them, they'll have to cancel it. And it'll, it's not going to change your payments or anything, terms, but it'll just be deducted from your principal. So I'm like, okay. So then I called Santander just to see what they had to say about it. And they were like, uh, no, he's trying to get off, he's trying to get over on you. You can totally call him right now. You can totally cancel the extended warranty. And you can have your monthly payment changed before that this is finalized because we don't even have your loan in our system yet so they're like just call them back tell them you want it to, you know canceled and you know i think he even mentioned like yeah he's trying to yeah he's he's trying to get paid for it right so then i called back the dealership and i told him over the phone like hey i'm ready to cancel like i need to cancel this blah 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 
So he's like, yeah, I'll send over the cancellation document through email. And I was like, okay. So Saturday it never came. Sunday it never came. Yesterday it never came. And then I just so happened to have to drop off my car. And I talked to the manager and then the finance director, who's the one who got me their warranty. I was like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm hearing different things. And the guy was really aggressive. He's like, no, I've told you the same thing every single time. I told you and your boyfriend when you guys came in last time that it can't be canceled right now. And I'm just like, okay. So then he was like, you need to call MPP, which is the The service contract company. But I'm like, well, you guys said that I had to call my lien holder to cancel it. So now I have to call this place to cancel it. Like, this is all over the place. And so then I called you and, yeah, you were just like, just get out of there. And you ended up calling MPP to kind of just get a feel for how the cancellation process was. Yeah, so, yeah, you were there at the dealership. And I, I was on the phone with MPP. Okay, so while you were at the dealership, um, I, I called them and I told you, I'm going to, I'm going to record the conversation because, mm-hmm. because I'm tired of all of this. No, I told you this, this is what you do. No, this is what you do. <laughs> Getting three different answers from three different people yeah. and none of it's right. It's just designed to delay, delay, delay right. until it's too late to cancel. Right. I, I know this game and I can't stand all of, all of these tactics to to put people in products that they don't want or don't need or whatever. So bear in mind, this is not legal advice, but I have taken to recording conversations with SOBs like insurance adjusters and F&I managers and customer service reps at name the company, okay? Your lawyer might tell you different. I'm telling you, I record these conversations so that when these SOBs come back and be like, no, that's not what I said. Hey. <laughs> like, um, excuse me, how about, how about this? Uh, at the dealership, uh, in Camelback on Friday, we're looking to cancel that. Run around. Hoping you can help me, Crystal. Okay. Um, I can take a look for you, but probably not because we probably have not received your contract yet. If you just purchased it on Friday, but I can take a look. May I have the last six of your VIN number? Okay. It's not so important that we listen to the whole thing, but okay. I talked to Crystal over at the service contract company. She was she did not give me the impression that she was trying to jerk us around. Okay. Uh, she said she didn't have your loan in the system or she didn't have your, uh, contract in the system yet. I believe her. It it hasn't been that long. Okay. She couldn't find you. And I said, okay, well, when it's in the system, what's the procedure? She said, you know what? Call in, you know, five business days. I think she said, and when you call, we'll cancel it. We're going to issue a check to the lien holder. And she said, it's a, it's going to be a full refund. I was like, okay, great. Now she, she doesn't have any control over the financing and, you know, getting your payments changed or anything like that. Yeah. So I, I get it. I wasn't going to hassle her about that. <laughs> right. I, I did reference Arizona state law, which says that in the contract, there has to be instructions on how to cancel. I said, you know, we didn't get any of that from the dealership. Do you suppose that your company doesn't have that language in the contract or do you think that maybe the dealership just didn't provide us that page 
And she said, well, I, hey, I'm just in customer service in, you know, Dustville, Kansas. You know, I, I don't make these sorts of decisions. I have no idea. And I believe her. Yeah. I believe her. She she came across as very helpful. Uh, I think we call back next week and we give her your VIN. She finds the contract. She cancels it. She sends a check to the lien holder and your loan balance goes down 3500 bucks. Yeah. I just think... Like, I've had that experience with waiting on checks and lien holders, and I'm yeah. like, it's not a fun process. Right. So I'm just hoping that, well, and also I'm like, can we do electronic payments? Because what are we, like, this is 2023. Why are we still sending checks in the mail? You know? It's too much yeah. for me because, again, they lost, with the last vehicle, they lost the check, like, twice. So I'm hoping that this is just a smooth sailing transition. I really do. So... We'll see. I sort of wish that we had some of these uh, scumbags from Camelback Infinity, you know, on the record saying, oh, yeah, you need to call the lien holder. <laughs> yeah, you need to call this person. Oh, wait 30 days. Oh, by the way, I looked on the website. If you wait 30 days, you don't get a full refund. Right. So, it's prorated, they said, or what was that? It was. You get, a, you get charged a fee. Yeah, yeah, whatever the fee was, yeah, I forget it was seventy five bucks or, or something like that. It was the minimum charge or something? Yeah, he, total scumbag. Yeah, I just I really pray that they get no commission off of that. That was like it, it, I already knew that I could cancel it, but I just felt like they were so awful, you know, in this whole process. I'm like, I'm doing whatever I can to cancel this right now so that they do not benefit from it at all, you know. Yeah, the sorry thing is, so you're gonna you're gonna refinance this loan, and revert back to a, a shorter loan term mm-hmm. and hopefully a better interest rate, and and the losers in this ends up being the lender that these scumbags set you up with because mm-hmm. they will have paid an incentive to the dealership. That'll be that'll be paid. It's gone. The lender has lost that money. The finance manager he will have made his commissions. He made his money but the lender won't benefit from the interest payments that you, you know, would have made if you didn't refinance. Yeah. They they lose. And so, in a perfect world, I would love for those lenders to not partner with scumbags like this. Yeah. But, I mean, no, that's out of our control, right? We're 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 only going to worry about the things that are within our control. We're going to get you some other product to protect your vehicle. We're going to find a different lender. Well, this just raises a question, too. Like, I'm worried now that I... Because I, I have I've kind of stressed them out. I can tell I've irritated them. They've made that very clear with me that I'm irritating them by wanting to cancel. And I have questions. I have concerns. My dad had questions and concerns. And, like, you drop it off. You drop your vehicle off for service. And it's unfortunate that the sunroof needed to be fixed, you know, Mm-hmm. And so, like, is there anything that covers me if I bring them my car? Everything checked out. That's why they gave it to me. And then something goes wrong where I pick it back up and they just totally, like, messed with something else, you know? Like cut your brake lines or something? I don't know. Just <laughs> something that probably wouldn't be as serious as that. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I crazy for like, worrying about picking up my car? Wipe, 
like drained your wiper fluid? I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, don't I can't. So. I can't say anything specific, but I'm worried. Hmm. Because I know. Again, I know that they're irritated with me. I don't know. Can't speak to that. I. I mean, if I worked there and you irritated me, I feel like I would just want to get you out, out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, hopefully they do that. I'm I, like. Please have it ready. So, yeah. Like, if you're a pain in the butt, why would they do something to mess with the vehicle so that you come back? Yeah. I hope they don't... I hope they have that mentality. Yeah. Just get me out of here. Let's let's focus on, focus on the positive. You have a nice new vehicle. Yes. So cute. Yep. And you look cute driving it. Thanks. Right? Your little Mercedes. And in another... Hmm, week or so this will all be a distant memory right yep cheers to that okay one fascinating thing about vehicle surface contracts that i just got to put on the record they are not filed with state insurance departments in most states in some states it's mechanical breakdown insurance but in most states a vehicle service contract is not insurance and so if you had a problem, you can't call the state insurance department and say, hey, these scumbags just sold me this product and, you know, I'm having this issue or that issue or they won't let me cancel. Yeah, it's not an, it's not an insurance product. So who would you call? You might call like the, the state attorney general's office. Hmm. Yeah. If they're not complying with state law, that, that's where I would start. Again, I'm not an attorney. I'm just an insurance <laughs> agent. But... Actually, I have had problems like this before. and in Yourself? More, not with a vehicle service contract, but I've had problems with companies I felt like had kind of screwed me over on something. Mm-hmm. It was actually a home warranty. When I lived in Lake Villa, Illinois, I had a home warranty. And that was not an insurance product. And I contacted the Illinois uh, Attorney General's office. And I forget exactly how that worked out. But yeah, we had issues with this wash... A washing machine, yeah. But it was not an insurance product. I was in the insurance business at the time. I, I kind of knew my way around insurance complaints, but it wasn't a, an insurance product, so I had to go to the Illinois State Attorney General. How quick did they pick that up, though? Just curious. Because you would think uh, they would just have a million things like coming in. I, I don't remember. I, I feel like I'm a pretty um, assertive person. when I If I'm going to file a complaint... I'm pretty assertive. I don't just go to the website and click submit on a complaint. Like I get the phone number. I call, you know, Teresa up on the phone and I'm like, Hey, what's the procedure here? I got these people that are screwing me over on this washing machine. I feel like I'm pretty active. I'm I'm the kind of guy that I get a, I get a ticket and I go to court and I bring like, (laughs) poster board you know i've blown up you know portions of the owner's manual says this and this and i got the statutes i'm referencing and i i I requested i requested jury trial and i'm like (laughs) i'm like that guy yeah so but i don't i don't remember how the uh the washing machine thing worked out i just want to say like Somebody will show up in the comments of the podcast and be like, well, technically, you know, vehicle service contracts, not an insurance product. I don't know why it shows up on this podcast. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but I think it's just, it, it ties in, you know? Yeah. So. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. Thanks. At times, as we've been going through this, you felt like you were embarrassed. But, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. as I told you, like this, you are definitely not the first person to get, you know, screwed over by an F&I guy. Uh, you're not the first person to think, overpay for a service contract. I think the embarrassing thing is the fact that you have so much knowledge about it. And like the one time I make a really big financial decision, it's like when you weren't there. And then now here you are like trying to guide me through how to, you know, fix it. It's like yeah. if I would have just waited, we wouldn't even be in this whole fiasco but it is what it's a learning experience so. if you would yes if you would just listen <laughs> gosh darn it <laughs> okay well i i foresee at some point you know i'm gonna have some sort of dental issue your your hygienist yes and you, i'll be your savior and it would be like you know if you had just used that water pick or or whatever it is i don't know yeah all right hey so um daisha thank you for joining me sharing your story thanks for having me if anybody listening is a licensed insurance adjuster or producer and you need insurance continuing education check out our live webinars at bmfce.com if you enjoyed the podcast tell your friends uh rate the podcast uh, leave us a review subscribe uh, all of that stuff really helps and we'll be back with another episode in a couple weeks all right. Thanks again.